Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Happy Tuesday to everyone. You know, God is truly an awesome God. Hope you're hearing me well. My headset is not the best this morning. My yes, car headset is not working. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, God is good. Um, I was listening to the testimonies and I reflect back on how the Lord has led this ministry. And I I look back and see that we're on this prayer line for years, even though a lot of us are new to it. We have people who are on the prayer line for many, many, many years. And the thing is, I'm looking back and say, Lord, it's only you that has given me that commitment with this prayer line. We have had several numbers that has been changed. There was one time we had 130, 140, 150 people on the prayer line on a given just in the morning or on a Friday night, we were over 200. And uh, it was so powerful <clears throat> as it continues. And I reflect back and say, Lord, I hardly ever missed the prayer line. I was on a cruise and I was doing the prayer lines. We're able to pick up internet <clears throat> and get a call through. I was in different countries. I was in the Bahamas doing the prayer line. I was in Panama doing the prayer line. I was in Jamaica, way in St. Elizabeth, where my mother lived in the country, the boonies. And you could hear the cock crow in the morning and everybody was laughing because I was right beside a big tree where the room was and you could hear every five minutes <laughs> the cock would crow. And I'm saying, God, you're so powerful because you provided the way for the prayer line, no matter where we go, no matter where and what. You're such a provider. And I thank the Lord for the commitment that he has given me because lots of time I usually say I'm done especially when we're praying for 12 hours 13 hours we had started praying already for somebody who is demon possessed from 9 in the evening and we did not finish until 9 the next morning and I said God why this but you know what we learned many lessons from those long hours. God allowed it. God could have allowed it one hour. But in that mission particular time, we were there praying, and the mother, whom we put out of the room from her son, 
she had all the witchcraft things in her room until the Lord told us. And I go and knock the door and said, what do you have in here? And she was coming out with a big bag of things to throw in the garbage. So we were there wrestling. And she had a cursing that she get from Oberman inside the room. And we're praying for her son. It shows you that we lack wisdom. So we learned from that that when you pray, the place has to be clean. You can't call us in to pray and you have incense burning, candles, or you want to be delivered. You call for prayer. We are on the phone praying with you for deliverance. And in your room, you have um, Florida water, frankincense and more burning, all different types of things, but you want to be free. So we, we learned so many things over the years, and God allowed us to tarry <clears throat> in prayer. And it's for a reason. And uh, my heart goes out when I heard a dear sister, Keisha, from the U.K., um, just talking about deliverance and how the Lord is using her. And God has blessed her with the spirit of discernment, and she's willing. And I know many people on the prayer line have gifts, but we're not using them. You know, we need to wake up and allow the spirit of the Lord to use us to the max. So, you know, just continue to pray for me, pray for the team. As many times I said, I'm done. But when the fire is burning, we are right back where we started. You know, when I listen, see how many deliverance I do between driving, between working, between doing so many different things, you know, praying and asking God for deliverance while we're working and Lord allow it to. So I'm so appreciative of the Lord and just how he led this ministry and how he led me and the strength that he has given me. Many times over the years, we pray for 13 hours without stopping, without taking a break. Many, many, many deliverance. And when we look back, it's only God. We can do all things through Christ who strengthened us. This morning, the Lord led me to a scripture, Second Corinthians chapter 10, verses 1 to 6, where it talks about the warfare is not carnal. It's not fighting against physical people and how we are to know that, just as Ephesians chapter 10 from verse 6, where it talks about we're resting not against flesh and blood. So we kept missing the point and going back to wrestling with flesh and blood. And, and we don't remember that the devil wants all of us not to make it to heaven. All of us. It's not that he wants some to go and some don't go. He wants us all not to go. So it's one common enemy. So our brothers, our sisters are not the enemy, even they, though they offend us and say all manner of things against us. It's not 
done. It's the Lord. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we just want to thank you and praise you and worship you and exalt you. And we thank you, O God, for this word. And I pray, O God, that you will extend mercy to your children and you will open up our eyes, open up our ears, and allow us to hear the word clearly. And we just want to thank you now and praise you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, um, Paul was speaking, and hear what he says. Verse 1 of 2 Corinthians 10, and it says, Now I, Paul, myself, beseech you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in presence am based among you, but being absent, I'm bold towards you. But I beseech you that I may not be bold when I present with that confidence, wherewith I think to be bold against some which think of us as if we walk according to the flesh. So, Paul is very deep when you study Paul and how he communicates. And Paul was just talking to the people of God here, reminding us that, you know, sometimes we walk with this boldness and confidence in God. And people may think we are prideful and you think you're better than me or you think you're more than me. And we don't walk according to the flesh. The confidence we have in Christ and the faith is because it's a spiritual thing. We are going with the holy boldness and God wants us to recognize that there is, the flesh is always wrestling with the spirit. The spirit man and the fleshy man, always wrestling. And sometimes you are able to communicate and talk. And you're talking, the Lord will say something to you. And it happened to me a few times before, where you answer back. And you're having a, a full conversation and that don't even know it's the Lord speaking to you. Because you think it's you are just an inner man. Your thought, something coming to you and you answer. Like a voice will come and say, you know, you should have called such and such. And you're like, you know what? I will call such and such tomorrow. I can call him tomorrow. Why don't you do it now? I'm so tired. I can't do it now. And by the time you finish reasoning, it passed right over your head. You don't even know. It was the Lord speaking to you. That's how we operate. We, we lean towards the fleshy man. And even when we do things, you know, we criticize people and we look towards the flesh. Oh, look what they're doing. Look what you're saying. You know, you're saying that. Like sometimes I will be, be, be praying or I will be referring to some deliverance. 
And I'm not even thinking about me because I know it's a team. And even though I've done a lot of deliverance myself, I always said we are us. But some people are in particular would look for you when you don't say we and say, oh, he's saying him alone do it. When you are in the public eye, you get texts for all different things. You get email to say, oh, you said you were, it was you. And you shall refer to the Holy Spirit. And sometimes in context, you are given a testimony and you're not evil. But these are the little things that we are not to just look for the fleshy thing. Because if we look for people to criticize and, and looking for their mistake, it shows that we are fleshy. We're just looking for a reason to put people down. There's certain things that you ought to just go in prayer and pray for the virgin. You don't have to even say anything. Just go and pray. Sometimes I will come and do a sermon, and you don't know what I've just been through. It's only the mercy of God. Lots of time I come, and I never ever read over the verse because I was either in a deliverance or something. I just got there. And if I err and even make a mistake, just pray for me. But some people just look for fault. They just look for the flesh to tear people down. And if you look for the flesh, then you are living according to the flesh. The power of God is not in you. You don't understand the warfare. That a lot of people, a lot of us need prayers. We are not perfect. We're going to make mistakes. You're going to err. But when you look and see somebody err, sin, and you can say, you know what? I'll lift you up in prayer. I'll lift you up. God is instructing us this morning to look away from the flesh. And look at the spiritual man. Paul was begging them to look on Christ in him. So look on three. Three to six is very powerful. And that's kind of the focus. Three to six. Hear what it says. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. You know, he's saying, though I walk and you see me physical and you look at my adornment, you see what I'm wearing, you see my hands, my toe. The warfare is not about how I look. The warfare is not about even what I say. It's beyond that. He's saying we should think deeper. We should look on a deeper realm to know that always looking and stretching out our hands how to lift somebody out of the mirror clay, how to lift like either Christ lifts out of the water who is sinking. If we have such attitude that, and knowing that it's, this warfare is not outward, it's not about the physical, it's not about the flesh, it's a spiritual thing. You know, um, in Sabbath, the Lord led me to do that scripture. When he commissioned his disciples, Matthew 10, 
when he says, Behold, I've sent you <clears throat> a sheep amongst wolves. That was so deep. I don't know. You need to go back and watch that sermon the last Sabbath. Because the Lord is saying, I'm sending you out as sheep, the dumbest animal, the animal who just walked into a tree and hurt himself. The animal who the 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 the, 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 the fly come and lay egg on their ears or whatever and they don't even move it until they get infected and the shepherd have to come to clean them up. The animal who doesn't have a horn to defend himself. He doesn't fight back. He just eat and eat and walk and eat and walk right into the pit. They need a shepherd. God is saying, listen, when you are a Christian, and this is the last days, we are to understand that the warfare is spiritual. That's why the Lord sent the weakest animal a sheep, the helpless animal who need the shepherd. And he sent them in the midst of wolves. And wolves love sheep because sheep don't fight back. And God is sending us and saying it's a spiritual thing. When we go out and depend on the shepherd, it's no more physical. It's not carnal. It's spiritual. So God is saying, Paul was saying to them, listen, even though you say I walk in the flesh, it's not about the flesh, my friend. It's more deeper. And when you look at verse 4, and hear what verse 4 said, it says, For the weapon of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. To destroy some of the stronghold is not about how you look. It's not about going there physically and fighting and seeing these things. It's beyond that. That's what Paul is trying to tell us this morning, brethren. We got to look at the Christian walk as a different walk. It's not about we know the truth and we use the truth to manipulate people or to do anything. It's not about that. It's not about the helmet that give you authority and we are so powerful and self come in. It's not about that. It's not about knowing the word like Ephesians, the word. You know, the word is a sword. And we use our our human energy to fight people and say so we're using the sword and use the word of God in the wrong way. It's not carnal. Paul is saying it's not a material thing. It's a spiritual war. It's not about things that we can see. It's more than that. It's not about the spear. It's not about a sword. It's not about anything but it's spiritual. It's our relationship. It's like 
standing there with somebody and they don't know you're praying in the spirit. You're there and you're praying and they don't even know. You're praying for them even when you're talking. You're praying in your mind while you're talking to them. And you're like, Lord, in your mind, just make a breakthrough now. Let this person come with me now in Jesus' name. Let them come with me now in Jesus' name. And when you see it happen, you realize that this war is definitely not carnal. It's spiritual. You know, I was watching um, something about Taekwondo and Judo and Karate, which we know is demonic. And a lot of people have their children in Karate and know Karate is actually a demon. So anyway, there was this Adventist gentleman who did a documentary, and I watched it before, and he was a Taekwondo teacher. And I think he has some Christian background first. And he was going to class and teaching, and he noticed that if you notice, the, the teachers always tell you to bow. And you know that the karate originated from India and bowing to Hindu gods. And if you look into the, 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 the Chinese karate places, you will see different gods, and they are from India. So that's why they call master, master, and bowing. So anyway, he was... He went to his his master then as his his superior, and his superior will go outside and concentrate in the snow, and he will start to sweat by standing and just muscle up and concentrate. So he tried it several times and he couldn't do it, and he can't understand how his master do that and sweating in the snow for real. And then he recognized that it's a spiritual thing. And he started to seek the Lord, even though he was a Taekwondo teacher. And he says, one day a lady came to him with her son. Nobody can control the son. If the son is walking away, nobody can stop him. I don't remember if he was 10 years old or, you know, I'm giving you the main point of this story. But he said, he was in the class, and where the school is, it backed onto a main road, and they have a back door. If you go through the back door, you're like right in the street. And he says, while they were talking, the 10-year-old just started to rip everything off the wall because they said he wrecks everything anywhere he goes. So she came there to say, if I get him in karate, it may change his focus. So while the mother is speaking to him, he started to trash the whole place, rip everything off the wall. And his mother called to him, and all of a sudden he turned and started to walk towards the back door to enter that street where he would just walk into the road like a robot, and he could die. And the mother is calling and screaming, and he continued to walk. And this man who gave this testimony, just whisper and said, in the name of Jesus Christ, stop. All of a sudden, the young man just stopped, turned around, and walked right back to him. The mother's like, what did you say? 
the point I'm trying to say is that when we understand spiritual warfare, we don't attack people. We pray. We, we war in the spirit. As Paul said, it's not carnal. It's spiritual. God is asking his people to understand. If you look, and it will pull down any stronghold. And hear what? In verse 5, it says, casting down imagination and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. This is deep. We don't have the time. We know the time is running out. In verse 6, and having in the readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Okay. So as I said, it's very powerful. And when you look at the story, I just told you. The power of Christ is able to withstand. The Holy Ghost power working in you is able to pull down any stronghold, casting down imagination, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought. That's the spirit of God. That's the spirit man, not the fleshy man. And a lot of God's people operate with the fleshy man. We need to operate in the spirit. We need to be praying 24-7. In your thought, you're praying. While you're at work, working, praying in your thought. If you stay in the Word and get completely consumed by the Spirit of the Lord in your thought, trust me, a lot of things we do, we would not. A lot of things that distract us, will not. If we don't just understand the warfare, that is not, we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. It's not your cousin against you. It's not your brother against you. It's not your sister against you. It's not your mother don't like you. You've got to fight and pray against those demons. That's why I know God is setting up a powerful work. God is, when I look at Sister Wilna and how she's serious for God because she's been there, I look at Sister Angel, I look at Mariah, I look at Sister Collis, Sister Sharon. It's some powerful people all over the world that God is going to use because they understand and they're clicking in that this warfare is not carnal. It's spiritual. And if it's spiritual, we got to stay away from criticizing people. we got to look and know that the devil is behind everything and he don't want us to make it there. He wants to destroy us and set us up against each other. But the Lord is calling us. Let's wrestle. Let's fight on our knees. Let's pray for each other. Let's pray for the ministry. Let's pray, pray, pray for your church. Let's pray for your pastors. Let's pray for the elders. Let's pray for the congregation. Let's pray, brethren. Let's just pray. Pray for the conference leaders. Don't tear them down. Just pray for them. They go through stress and pressure. Just pray. 
even though they may not do the thing you want to be done, just ask God to intervene. That this warfare is really not carnal, it's spiritual. May God just help us this morning to get a little glimpse. I can't do justice with these verses because we need a whole sermon to really break down what God requires of us and how we should look in the spiritual realm. So may God just bless you this morning and may say shine upon you. May you have peace in Jesus' name as we'll now have the prayer request in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.